comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Walking Dead TV podcast. This is Russ, and I am joined by returning host, long time, long time no see, no hear, Richard Chubto Sheldon. Hey, welcome uh, back, Rich. I'm back in black. Okay. And that's Jim Dietz, you hear? Hello, I'm also back. I had to come back for the priest off. Come on. That's right. <laughs> priest versus priest. Um, priest on priest action. Ha ha. <laughs> Body of Christ, bitches. Ah. I get guys for the Lord. <laughs> Isn't nice. that a category on Pornhub? Or, okay. Probably everything else is, so sure. Yeah. Rule 34, right? Anyway, yeah, let's yes. come back for the priest off. And the the laughing voice you hear is Mr. Aaron Newworth. Hey, I'm here too. I'm I'm back in blue and in red. <laughs> okay then. I have stripes on. Doc, Dr. Curran is not so current right yeah. now, but he may. You never know. Like he just mm. he he just may just show up. Like that's true. You know, he's casual. He's got a two eighty six. It takes him a while to kind of boot it up. You know, he's got to find Don't that. Don't we have to say his name like three times in front of a mirror or something? We had a whole issue with that last year involving him and Tony Todd, and it, like one yeah. thing did not work out well. So, Yeah. <laughs> like oil and yeah, water. He, uh, he, he's got to find a, a version of Skype for Windows 3.1.1. He might be a little late. Skype That's for Prodigy. That's why we call him Dr. Current. Yeah. It's not that he's on time. That, he's he's on an ACDC current. He's he's living that WFW life. It's a two eighty six um, process. All right, so we're here. Season yes, premiere. season premiere. Yeah, season no other way. Um, but we do have some news. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So Jim's gonna gonna take us through some casting announcements, oh. which is very interesting. We uh, talked about, uh, I believe, the last time we uh, convened. The Tales of the Walking Dead anthology series is going to be spinning off from the main show. These are going to be, uh, you know, bottle episodes, pocket episodes, uh, you know, an anthology of different characters, each uh, in their own episode. And we got some casting since we've been back. Uh, Olivia Munn has been cast. Uh, Danny Ramirez, Lauren Chabonal, M. Beth Davids, uh, Jesse T. Usher, and Gage Monroe. And that's in addition to... Uh, uh, um, Terry Crews. I'm sorry. Who is uh, Olivia Munn? Does it give a, any kind of idea of what the characters are? Or is it just no, cast? no, yeah. no? Okay. It's just, just yeah. the casting. Yeah. And wow, I'm behind. I didn't know about Terry Crews. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, it's being executive produced by Gimple, and the showrunner is uh, Channing Powell, who is the writer and producer for Walking the Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead. So. Yeah, Parker Posey and Anthony Edwards. Yeah, a, there's yeah. a name I haven't heard in a while. Right. No, I, um, I, I enjoy all of this. Yeah, <laughs> yes, no like, doubt. yes. Like nothing, nothing here is like throwing me off. It's just like, okay, cool. Like, look at all these people. 
I, I guess I could not like they're ginormous names, but they're certainly recognizable names. But I think it helps that it's, you know, they're anthology tales. So it's like a one episode. It's not like you need Terry Crews to commit to six seasons of Walking Dead. You can just be like, yeah, right. pop it in. Pop a shirt off, pop in The Walking Dead. Here we go. <laughs> It'll be nice, too, for them to do different kinds of stories. You know, do, you know, you can tell a lot of different kinds of stories with this under this umbrella. So will the whole anthology is focusing on characters we don't know. It's new characters, just a slice of their life. Or is it going to be our regular characters and they're just being added? I would assume it's slices of life type of episodes as far as that goes, Mm -hmm. which makes a lot of sense to me. And yeah, like you're saying just then, like as far as different kind, yeah, you have when you have Parker Posey, Jillian Bell and Terry Crews, it's like that's a wide variety of different kinds of episodes right there that you can have. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've always we've always talked to, I mean, through the inception of the show is you know like what 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 was happening in this part of the country, what happened here, you know, how did you know people in you know this react, and uh, you know now we get to see that that's pretty cool. Or could it, or could it just be Cruz is playing a walker, and we'll just see this walker with these bouncing pecs in the background of a heart. Of a herd? <laughs> One can I'm not going to say I don't want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, it'll be interesting. There's no, there's no dates or anything. We don't have like, um, oh t- no, summer, summer of this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. this summer. year. Yeah, summer okay. twenty two. All right. So. It's filming. It's filming now. Apparently. Right. So, yeah. Right. So it's the last yeah. part of the uh, this season. It's filming now in Atlanta. Um, and r- real quick, uh, Andrew Lincoln's been seen down there in Atlanta while they're filming this last part of the last season. So it's a good chance we, dun, dun, dun. we'll probably see Rick in the finale. Uh, chef down there in Atlanta got a picture of him and Norman Reedus after making them dinner. So, wouldn't be surprising, really, uh, you know, considering he was the focal point of the series for as long as he was. You know, that he Maybe would, he show was up just the there finale. to have dinner with his buddy. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Make of it what you will, sir. That's right. All right. That's, that's really all there is for news. I, I think there was some... I think there was like an appeal or something in the the Kirkman lawsuit or something they were trying to appeal um, based on the fact that like the um, something with the Darabont thing or something like that. And I I think the judge, I think that appeal got denied or maybe they're waiting on a hearing or something. There, there's been a little bit more news on the, the Kirkman at all versus AMC business. So I think that wasn't I, th- I think there's a hearing or something scheduled for some time um this summer so maybe as more comes out about that we can we'll touch on it but babe, babe there wasn't any like big developments in the court case but um i, th- I thought that was all kind of settled after kirkman at all kind of got slapped down from the judge for signing a crappy contract but um i guess there's always appeals so we shall see <clears throat> All right. So tonight's episode. So just like we did with Fear and the main show last season and and World Beyond, we are sticking to the broadcast schedule. So um, just so we don't get ahead of of what's going on with the um, with the, uh, uh, you know, I know AMC Plus always shows the next episode ahead of time. So we are not going to follow that schedule. We're going to be doing the broadcast schedule. So we're just going to be talking about No Other Way, uh, Season 11, Episode 9. We understand not everybody's living that plus life. Not everybody lives it. And some of us that live the plus life still, for some reason, can't get caught up and end up sticking to the broadcast schedule anyway. So 
episode starts with again getting acclimated after these the, the break of trying to figure out where the show was. Um, but it starts with the Huacha. I just like saying Huacha. I have four exclamation points after Huacha on my notes, by the way. Um, <laughs> that that Leah has set off. Um, actually, it did work pretty cool. So you get this crazy weapon that's going off and hitting zombies and exploding and there's guts flying everywhere. Um, the, like the first shot is one getting hit in the chest or mind yes. like, this is what happened to the last time we, this left is, them. yeah, this is where <laughs> we're at. I'm, and you know what? I'm glad they, they picked it up right here rather than, you know, having some sort of like, you know, contemplative moment after the fact and then having to show it in a flashback or whatever, like they've done before. Um, yeah. it was I'm glad they picked it up right where they left it off. Yeah, they pick it. Yeah, the the episode starts and it's just like a field during the day of smoking, uh, you know, uh, remains and guts and stuff. Yeah. Talk about denying us the trip to the fireworks factory. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, so all this craziness is going on. Maggie runs away. Um. She one of the one of the the reapers comes up and and goes to attack her, and of course that dude gets hit. Um, friendly fire from the watcher and Maggie starts to run and he he explodes. Um, this is that's the best kind of like you know yeah. that's gonna happen, but it's still yes. fun to be like oh the tension here they got a fight and there's a thing going off and if he gets too close and then it gets hit and he blows up and it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, Maggie gets inside. Uh, she finds Negan with Elijah. Um, and uh, they're they're. Uh, they, the one of the Reaper people comes up and they kind of hide and stay quiet. Um, and the Reaper gets on the radio and says, uh, I think it's Carver and says that, you know, basically, yeah, they're going to hunt them all down. So they're, they're not going to, I think, I think Maggie and crew are thinking, well, maybe if we can be somewhat stealthy, we can find a way to get out of here with, you know, what we need, or at least, you know, each grab some essentials, essentials and get out of here. Um, and, and, we find out that no, the uh, Leah's group tends to, the Reapers tend to, or are, are intending to hunt them all down. Um, go back to Alexandria, um, and back at at the house, um, the gang is fighting again, right where we left off. Right there's there's a horde coming through the house. It's coming up the stairs. Rosita uh, and her group um, are fighting uh, the horde off the stairs, which seems like it's funny because. Obviously, these things are probably taking place at the same time, but we're getting these cuts. So it was funny, like 20 minutes later into the episode, they cut back and Rosita and them are still on the staircase fighting these zombies. It's like, damn, how many of them are there? How big, um, you know, as big as the basement is, how many could you fit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it's like daytime during the storm where it's like mostly night. At the right. right, right. But yeah, I mean, all of this is happening and there's a lot of, a lot of heads being hit i believe rosita like shouts out fuck at one point during all of this she does yeah 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 Yeah. it's just kind of funny like when you you know it like your brain thinks that there's all there's this much time elapsed and you come back and it's like nope these people are still right where we left them last time um you know usually you see that when there's quicker cuts like you know when they're just quick intercutting but these longer cuts so it it was just kind of funny well there's a dramatic difference where it's like it's it's storm like they're one town over and it's storming. There. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's a huge storm. And it, they're fighting off zombies left and right. And meanwhile it's you know, watch a city over there and it's like, well, it's still a nice day eventually, but it's fine. <laughs> but I guess that's what it's like on the East Coast. Storming in one city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so uh we cut back to 
where we left Grace, Gracie and Judith, which they're in the basement. Uh, basement's filling up with water. They had to seal up the door um, because the walkers are um, are attempting to come in and they're kind of trapped down in in the basement. So tension, tension building down with Judith and Gracie. Now, um, what what is their plan? Like they just put shovels against the door to cut the door from opening. That was their their whole deal, I guess. I mean, and why are the walkers coming to the base? Like, it seems like well, there's that, a lot yeah, of noise that, in the I rest of the house. Like, I'm like, they're not particularly making a bunch of noise. Like, why are they? Maybe they hear the water rushing into the basement making noise. And that's water, 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 water everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, True. It's a simple explanation, Aaron. It was in the script. Yes. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I'm um, just saying, unless like Judith and Grace are having like a TikTok dance off downstairs. I don't think the walkers are exactly about to rush down to the basement for no reason. Yeah, I had the same thought. I'm like, yeah, what if they're not making any noise down there? Why are they? Why are they coming that way? Um, I guess the plan, well, I mean, I'm sure they weren't thinking, but I guess the plan at some point was if they could hold them off long enough, the water would rise in the basement enough for them to get the window open and they could just come I out the guess. window. But, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, that seems like the only reasonable plan from what they were doing. But. Yeah. I think their other, their other plan was just the door won't open and they'll be fine until somebody rescues them. I think that was right. like their, their hope. Um, yeah. Fun, fun fact though. Um, I watched the little behind the scenes thing at the end of the episode yeah. Um, that whole basement set was done like they set up like a like a trailer, um, an enclosed trailer and and did it very climate controlled and everything. So they said, like, um, uh, you know, that they kept the water very warm and, you know, that the temperature very warm. So nobody was like cold or stuff, you know, because obviously they're, they're working with children and they're working with kids. Yeah. If it was you yeah. know, older actors, they'd be like, fuck y'all. Have a blanket. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Feel, bitches. Um, yeah, they, they, everybody's all pruned up because they've been yeah. in the tank for you know a fourteen-hour yeah. film day. Whereas it'd be um, like Titanic, where they're just like, no, we're just cold now. <laughs> yes. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, but it was pretty cool. They kind of showed it from the outside. You know how they had it all just—it was literally like they had tarps draped over the thing, um, and how they had it set up in the inside. And yeah, there were just people, you know, all over the place. Um, you know, working with them and stuff. It, it was pretty cool to, to kind of see that it wasn't um, like a soundstage or anything. It was literally like out in the middle of where they're filming everything else. Like, uh, you know, they just, they just constructed this thing and set it up. Now, didn't Judith lose her sword? She dropped it. Yeah. She drops it eventually. Yeah. yeah. And then later when, never mind, that's in the next episode. I'll just, All right. I'll, I'll save that calm, question. Calm down over See, there. <laughs> that, that's why I didn't get, I, I have plus, but that's why I didn't get ahead, so I wouldn't do the same thing. I wasn't sure if it was a plus thing or if it was they were airing two episodes, so I no. went ahead and watched it. So I, yeah. I haven't seen the episode yet, but I'm pretty sure the idea is she picked it up eventually. But, I mean, that's another episode. We'll talk about Oh, I thought week. that that basement was all crashed in. and uh, no. I'm not just going to leave them in the basement forever. we got to get them out eventually. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's our basement full of walkers. It's going to be you know, a smell. <laughs> it's like an ant farm, just smellier. <laughs> At that point, you might as well just back a cement truck up and just just be like, just be done with it. I'd watch that. The episode where they fill up a cement. <laughs> <laughs> this, week, this week on Lifetime, Zombie Spa. Come soak with the zombies in our wonderful that's, basement. That's 50 years. Fifty years in the future, they go back to that ravine from like the season whatever five opening, and like just fill the whole thing with with, with, with cement and make like a fucking mall or something. That'd be awesome. <laughs>
Um, all right. So we cut over to Aaron, uh, Jerry, Carol, Magna, Co- Connie and Tracy. Um, and they're kind of shoring things up outside. So when we kind of left it last season, they kind of split off to go shore up the fences and to get everything set up because they knew if the, if the walls collapsed, then they're completely hosed. Um, so Aaron, you know, wants them to go. So the, the, they're worried that the windmill, if the windmill fire isn't contained, it's going to collapse. And if it collapses on the wall, then they're done because it, it would cause too much damage and there'd be too much, you know, stuff in the way they wouldn't, there's no way they'd be able to clear it all and, sh- and fix the wall. So, um, so they do that. Meanwhile, Aaron hears like the high pitch whistle, which is like a, a, uh, like a like a signal for them, which actually made a lot of sense uh, that yeah. they would do things like this, because obviously, you know, you don't have cell phones, you don't have, you know, any kind of, you know, way to to really communicate that kind of thing, even with radios, you know, batteries and everything else. So it was kind of cool to to see they just went old school with it and they just have these high pitch whistles that are very loud that that the sound will carry. So um, Aaron kind of directs them off to go do their thing and Aaron goes to find out who's who's in trouble. Gabriel uh, is is hiding out uh, and then he's he's getting shot at <clears throat> and then Daryl goes after the um, the the guy um, going going after Gabriel. That 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 was Carver, right? That that Daryl. That guy. Yeah. 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 Wait, the, um, in what the room? No, because he gets I'm sorry. He gets hit. <laughs> no, no Carver's he, Carver's at the end. He's the Carver's last the, one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Carver's, yeah, because this Carver's, guy, Carver's the main Carver's the dick. Yeah, right, he's, right. Yeah, this guy gets killed. This is like opposed to the rest of the Reavers that were not. Yeah, the the generally nice dude. (laughs) The other Reaper's super cool. This is like what Jensen maybe or something. I don't know. No, not Jensen because Jensen is the one that Gabriel. Jensen Jensen's the one that Gabriel kills. Okay, all right. Um, I don't. Who cares? They're they're all dying. We're we're never going to see these characters again. Daryl ends up he's the one that gets di- that's killed in the kindergarten room. That's what happens to him. <laughs> yeah, but he actually gets a good hit on Daryl with the machete. Like he stabs he stabs Daryl with the machete, um, and then Daryl's able to kind of stab him and yeah, you get put him in close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and at that I point, just, I just like that it was in a you know a classroom. It was just there's like little yeah. chairs and stuff on the ground. It's funny. yeah. <laughs> um, but Plus, while I mean, this is he going, hides behind one of those preschool blackboards too. That was the yes. Touch. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So he this guy's not quite dead yet. So Daryl covers his mouth. He hears um, yeah. uh, them coming and then, then he obviously kills him, puts him down, hides behind the 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 chalkboard and the rest of them just kind of walk on through and he's able to kind of sneak out the the back. Yeah, they, these Reapers are <laughs> they can't 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 just check a room. They can't do anything right. No, nope. except nope, they no. can, but they're really good at fighting. Yes, that's their, that's my main takeaway. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It was um, Angela King was like, "Man, these are the like the the most fierce fighters that that the that our heroes have ever seen in anywhere." And I'm just like, "Oh, okay, all right, I mean, sure." The Daryl and his ragtag group of farm folk were able to take him out, but I guess that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember Maggie's combat training on the farm? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's the same with like the previous part of the season, right, where they're like every single one of them is hiding under the floorboards and the Reapers just don't find them because Daryl's like standing on a carpet. So it's like, oh, okay, I guess they're not here. (laughs) They're they're terrible. Like these guys are commandos. They're terrible at situational awareness, apparently. But when you when you you challenge them to a fight, though, don't don't mess with these. 
the guys in the hallway. They'll, they'll mess you up. <laughs> they'll mess you up there. <laughs> They're like the guards in Metal Gear Solid or something. They're just not, not paying attention. Why are there exactly? People, why are there legs under that blackboard? I don't know. Yeah. Forget about it. There's, there's a lot. Of, there's like 16 cardboard boxes in here. Probably shouldn't check under any of them though. Nah. <laughs> why bother? Who hides in cardboard? Come on. <clears throat> Apparently, funny enough, Norman Reedus actually yeah. has a card in a cardboard box. <laughs> um, Death Stranding. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so we get Aaron and his spike hand to the rescue. He's able to punch out the window. Um, there's that really cool moment where he just kind of jumps through and whacks that walker, you know, smack in the head, um, crushes it. He gets Gracie and Judith out. Um, and then we get the the water walkers where there's just a bunch Ugh. of – that was just a really cool – it was very well done. Like I would say that a lot of the action who who directed, did did Nicotero didn't No, this is John Amiel that directed it. Um Yeah, there's pretty good there's pretty a good special, job. There's there's only, a, Oh, I'm sorry. That's a special kind of gross, those water walkers. I like the way they, yeah, they water walkers, yeah. Yeah, they implement yeah. them to the point where you're just like, ugh. You could almost like smell the ick. It, <laughs> it was well done. Yeah, he's done a bunch of directing, but this is his first uh, Walking Dead. Uh, uh, most most importantly, Russ, he directed the film The Core, which rules. So, oh, I was oh yeah, <laughs> I was, I was. Oh my god, the one, with Hillary, the one with Hillary Swank. Oh my god, damn yeah. straight. Yeah, <laughs> The Core rocks. And so, John, John Avil directed this episode because I saw the name, and I'm like, I know what's happening here. <laughs> I'm just really happy. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Core. Oh man. Coming out on Shout Factory Blu-ray soon, so get ready. <laughs> I'll be tweeting about it. Probably. It's like Aaron Eckhart, right? Aaron Eckhart. Aaron, it's got a great. It's got Aaron yeah. Eckhart, Hillary Slick, Delroy Lindo, Stanley Tucci, um, but DJ Qualls, uh, Bruce Greenwood, I think, is probably in there. He's like he'd be in there. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> they got to the, should have been. <laughs> the Earth's core has stopped, and they got to restart the core. It's yep. it's it's, an, it's it's certainly a movie. Oh, so it's a true to life series. Yes. Yeah, okay. it has Delroy Lindo inventing unobtainium before Avatar made it cool. Cool. It's Richard. So anyway, Jenkins. that's the core. It's, it's Richard. Oh yeah, Bruce Greenwood is in it. Yeah. Bruce Greenwood is there. You go. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Glenn and, Morshower, of course, is an FBI Shower, agent. Yeah, so he general. always plays some sort of. Uh, <laughs> Uh, government official, Glenn no, Morshower. The core rocks. I'm a huge fan of the core. All right, um, back 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 to the show. From we'll 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 get back to old. We'll get to our core commentary next time. Yes, yes. <laughs> that'll be the bonus episode. <clears throat> um, so yeah, it was a really cool scene with them in the water and and you know trying to you know build tension and Aaron you know being able to 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 get out and eventually he's he crushes that Walker's. Uh, skull under the water that that has him pinned down, which was a pretty cool thing where he just literally when he first when he first gets in and, and he goes like rage mode and he like knocks one out in slow motion. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, let's see yeah. This go on. it was well done. If uh, you're if you're gonna have a mace for a hand, use it. Heck yeah, yeah. It it does feel a bit like they. Do, I guess we're not there yet when he gets out of the room, but it does it does feel like they kind of like ran out of money. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like yeah. it's just like, and then he gets out. Like that's kind of the end of that scenario. There's only so oh, much no. we can do with this tank. Like, <laughs> I just figured that uh, she kept they they couldn't quite get the stunt down to have her pull him up out of the. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just like yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. They, it was like they ran out of money. Like they had yeah. it's like. You get the idea. There's a rope. You pulled it out. Like, okay, <laughs> we don't need to see that. <laughs> yeah. 
so a lot of church uh, stuff going on <clears throat> in this episode. Well, I mean, there are two parts. There's, there's this one. So Gabriel makes it yeah. um, into the church. Priest off. Meets the, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Priest off. Me- meets, a, meets up with the preacher from the a few a couple episodes back. Um, and the preacher even says, like, I knew they, they kind of have this moment, you know, with each other um, where he knows that he was uh, he was at watching. the there. Yeah. Watching him at the cemetery. Um, and then so they kind of even though they kind of have their discussion, like like Gabriel's not having it. He he knows that is uh i can't remember is it here that he kills him or is there another there's another coach no, it's here it's, here. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, here. it's just a long sequence yeah he's yeah talking with them back where he's trying basically the, the priest guy eel priest is trying to talk to gabriel about how oh you don't you don't see god anymore do you i do and gabriel's like well how could he, he justify all this yeah. yeah how could he justify all this it's like well, well you no know, i i don't question it i just do it and he gets to you know he gets the whole time i'm sitting here thinking Gabriel is not buying this for a second. He, the, nope. second he, well, the second he is disarmed, he is going to stab this man. Because <laughs> that is what he does. That's what yeah. he is now. But That's, still, yeah. we get a long sequence of Gabriel's convincingly putting on this, like, oh, I, am I, I'm challenging my faith here once again. Well, it ends <laughs> with a nice punctuating uh, line, too. Like, uh, the Reaper preacher's like, no one is above saving. And then Gabriel says, I don't believe that, and then stabs him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Also, Reaper Preacher, cool that's definitely what you should be calling him the whole time. Reaper. Yeah, yes. That's my, new, that's, that's my new 80s hair metal cover band. <laughs> Reaper Preacher. Reaper Preacher. I have to reiterate yet again that um, I enjoy the TV Gabriel so much more than the comic Gabriel. They've done so much with that character. Oh, Love yeah. It. So we cut back to uh, Negan, Maggie. Um, and Elijah, and um, this is where Carver comes in. And so Carver attacks him, and our crew is a little kind of worse for the wear. Um, he gets a little bit of the better of him, and then Negan comes up, throws sand in his face, and knocks him out with a bell. Which it's hilarious. <laughs> I love well, this. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Because <laughs> there's this whole fight's protracted fight scene. Like, oh, he's getting the better. Oh, and all of a sudden, Negan's just like, please. It, it's because I've so I've been playing Sifu on PlayStation. Oh, and nice! Which nice. is kicking my ass, but I'm like, it has like lots of like old boy inspired hallway fights. Yeah, this is like, oh, cool, a hallway fight out of like this or, or that or Daredevil or whatever. And it's like, Jesus, he has taken these guys to town. <laughs> this is the, the worst Reaper. Yeah, and they get their asses handed to them, but it just so the magic of sand is able to stop it. Yeah, just something about the bell. Like, it was just really funny that he just picks up this bell and just knocks him out. In the after episode thing, Angela King seemed to really have enjoyed that as well. Yeah, yeah, she made a point of saying, like, I don't think we've ever seen anybody use a bell. And she goes in this whole thing, like, yeah, it makes sense why Maggie would have the bell because, you know, they they would, you know, old school need to use it to warn off, um, if, you know. They're in a school. Yeah, yeah, that too. There would be yes. bells all over that place. You would think. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, it's just kind of fun. And the like, sand is like for fire, right? Like the sand is to put out fires. Like that's why the thing's there. Uh, like yeah. Fire safety yeah. thing. Yeah. Yes. So Maggie's about to go uh, over and kill Carver and Daryl comes up and stops her. And he wants to use Carver's leverage to get them out of there because he knows that they can, they can use them. And Elijah is not too happy about it because he knows that Carver and the rest of them have killed, you know, his, 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 their friends. Yep. Um, it was his and, sister and too, right? His sister, yeah, yeah, his sister yeah. Josephine. Yeah. yeah, 
Her I mean, name was Josephine. I'll, I'll say this about this. Like, sure, I get it. Like, that's sad. It's not like these Reapers have, like, just killed her. They've killed a whole ton of people. Like, we can't oh, yeah. just be stopping our, our tracks just to get some revenge right now. we got to, like, fake this but, thing out because these yeah. guys but, are terrible. But Josephine. <laughs> yes. Beloved yes. character Josephine. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, Elijah's just, like, beat up his whole episode and can barely walk. He barely like, got, yeah. Like, yeah, I get it, guy. You're pissed off. We're all pissed off. Did you see that Huacha? Like, everything's terrible right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, every time you hear the word Huacha, take a shot. Um, so, yeah, so Daryl picks up the radio, reaches out to Leah, wants to, to cut a deal. Um, we cut back, and here, my, here's my notes. My notes is Rosita's still on the stairs. So, so this, <laughs> this, is, this is my note here. Um, yes, yeah, so they're still, they're still trying to hold back the horde. Um, cause you know, again, obviously this, this all is all, all of the, this stuff is taking place at the same time. Um, Aaron's trying to get out of the, uh, of the basement as there's, you know, more and more of the walkers that are coming down the stairs. Um, and Lydia is able to go get a rope, uh, and get him out. And so, yeah, we see, she's like, hold on, I'll be right back. And the next thing you know, he's, he's, he's just getting, you know, pulled. He does underplay, he underplays a, uh, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. is, this, is this where yeah. he does that Spider-Man stuff on the top of the, the yeah. basement? Yeah, like, he's, to yeah, he's holding onto that pipe or whatever. Yeah. The beam or what, yo, yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to stay, stay ahead. So yeah, that's, that, it, it is kind of funny because it's like, wait a minute. He's, Holding onto this beam above so he doesn't like go down in the with, water where all these walkers are. Now, and the next thing with you one know, hand. He's pulled, <laughs> yes, with one hand. And the next thing you know, he's he's out of the basement being pulled on this rope. So it is a bit of which can't, uh, can't be easy given that he has again one hand to hold onto a rope like that <laughs> in <exactly>. water. <laughs> and so, maybe which, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I missed something, but wasn't there something wrong with that pipe? Didn't Judith say when they were trying to figure out what to do when they first got down there and the walkers were coming down? And they looked at the pipe and something. She, I thought she said something about it's not safe or something. I mean, not they're, not, recall. they're not tall enough anyway. They're not getting a little pipe. But, I mean, I, I know I heard you say, like, you know, if they wanted to extend the drama and be like, oh, the pipe could break at any second, that's something. But, I mean, yeah. I was, that's, just, that's just trouble, trouble, trouble. You know, get I was him out waiting of that for that. I was like, please, don't, don't do the trope of, oh, the pipe doesn't, is it going to hold me? Yeah. It's going to fall. Um. But no, they, they didn't do that. No, there's um, too much. Like, him having beast mode and saving grace, he'd be too much to be like, and we kill him at the end of the episode. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, exactly. Yeah. Let's get him out of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so we come back to Daryl and group, and they start the bargain for um, for Carver. So they bring him outside. This plan um, was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. Daryl's plan sides. like, here, how about we, we know, we'll assume they're not covering us, even though they have, they've, they've proven that they have snipers and all kinds of weapons. Will all four of us just walk to this one spot? I'll walk out. You guys stay three feet behind me. I'll just assume I get the plan negotiated properly. And we go and have a day. Like, this is like, yeah. Somebody made a square. Somebody with... stopped Daryl from watching all those Wiley e. Coyote cartoons. No. <laughs> yeah. Daryl's like, it's all We're all cool. going to stand in this open square with tall buildings surrounding us. Yeah. Like when Leia's like, when Leia's like, call out your people, they're like, yeah, they're right there. Like, just pop your heads out. Like, it's like, there's yeah. no hiding. Whatsoever. Yeah, there's only, like, what, four people on each side now, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And plus, he's but probably all... hiding behind a plant. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. How not to be seen. So, Leah calls out the sniper to fire a warning shot, which is cool, because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that was Gabriel the whole time, that it wasn't just like... Yeah, yeah. Gabriel, I think Gabriel's playing along just to kind of get him into a spot. Elijah moves in... Um, and then the next thing you know, Carver gets shot. 
Elijah's plan of I guess I'll just hobble to him and just try to <laughs> make my make my point known. Yeah. And meanwhile, you know, Carver's in there like for me it was Tuesday. Like he doesn't give a fuck about this guy. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah. oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, your sister's dead. And, and this is isn't this where she's like Jensen and then Gabriel gets on the radio is like I'm not Jensen. No you Jensen here. Me, you can call me Gabriel. <laughs> his nickname is you, like, his own name. <laughs> yeah, what is you like Schwarzenegger and then like <laughs> Stallone in like an '80s like action movie? Like introducing himself is just funny. <laughs> that <laughs> shit even grin that covers Negan's face when he hears that. <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah. Because he's been waiting for her. Right? He knows Gabriel's yeah. kind of going to a different place. So Maggie says, you know, hey, she she would have picked him off. Um, well, first off, Leah's like, do we still have the same deal? <laughs> Which yeah. really made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you were just going to execute all of us, and you're asking for the same deal back? Come on. <laughs> you, you can you can get your get your people, you drop your weapons, get your people, and just get out of here. Um, and Maggie looks over to Negan, and Negan goes, well, you know what I think. Because at this point, you could tell the wheels are turning inside Maggie's head. Like oh, she's yeah. not, she's she's not letting this go. Um, so of course they start to go away. Or should she? Like she's right. I mean, like in the state of things, like that's the right line of thinking. It's not like they're just like a random group of people. It's fucking commandos that are going to go for revenge whenever they can. Exactly. That's that's the thing. Like they're going to come back. So Ma- of course Maggie walks off, shoots all three of them, kind of wings Leah, but kills the other two. Dead. Kill. Shoots the other two in the head. Um, <laughs> yeah and then comes back and shoots them again like like when she walks away after hitting leah and kind of looks at at daryl before he he goes after leah she turns around to the one guy and, and shoots him again so um double tap yeah yeah and she goes uh, back to carver it's, it's, yeah. i thought i and, thought it was actually cool though because so many times in this uh movie or i'm sorry in this tv show they've had like you know they've let people live who they yeah. probably shouldn't have it's always come to bite them in the ass later. And yeah. although while I was watching this, I was like, holy crap, what's she doing? I realized after, I'm like, they're finally breaking their own trope, you know? Yes. If, if this were earlier in the show, they would have just let them go, and they would have come back next season or, you know, or well, whatever. Or one of them would have become a member of the group or something. Well, it also services the whole underlying story of the conflict between her and Negan. You know, now she's becoming more like the way he thought and yep. and whatnot. So yeah. it it wasn't just breaking the trope. It actually had a purpose. So I, I yeah. imagine they'll go back to that trope at some point. Oh, but... I'm sure. It was just nice it was just nice to see them not fall yeah. into the same groove every time, you know? Yeah. And and again, I think they kind of put you know, put an extra, you know, exclamation on this thing when she goes to shoot Carver and the gun's empty. So of course what does she have to do? She has to go grab Elijah's scythe weapon and raise it over her head and slam it down on on to Carver, which, again, very, very evocative of, yeah, Negan style of I'm going to take this, you know, blunt instrument and, and beat you to death with it. So let's 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 back up a bit, though, because, like, yeah, I get that there's a <clears throat> a line you can draw between the two. Like the show's obviously hating at that. But it's not like Negan was like only killing like tough guys that were beating the shit out of those people. No, there's he was a terrible person, like involved with like no question, yeah. no question. Like, yeah, no, he was. Yeah, um, but I mean, the whole point here is there's a certain line that our group, the leaders in our group in all eleven seasons, just would not cross. Uh-huh. God damn it! 
And especially after encountering Negan, well, you know, and so many times Rick came so close to it and everything else. Um, so just just her crossing that line, it doesn't make her like Negan, but it definitely shows that she has the same capability of decision making in a crisis that he did. And, well, plus- and it kind of, again accentuates the point the you know negan's later point at the, you know we'll get to it at the end of the episode but when he decides to make his his point he knows like she's at the point now where she's not going to let a you know she, she's going to she's going to hold a grudge and she's going to act on the grudge she's not going to just let bygones be bygones because you know they went on this grand adventure and had each other's backs and everything else like he sees in her that there's a line that you cross with her like if if this is what she's willing to do to people that that hurt part of her group that weren't as close to her as Glenn as Glenn was. What is she going to do when she has right. the opportunity to you know to do it to Negan? So well, I mean, that, just, all, all of this is fair, and I mean that has been like the arc for the, these two characters from the first half of the season, as far as like putting them together and seeing what's going to come up of it. I wish it was a little less repetitive, but I get it. Sure. I get what it's doing. Jim, you're gonna you're gonna say? No, I'm good. Um, yeah, so Daryl goes after Leah and um, kind of finds her, but you know she's kind of she's obviously she's in a cardboard get, box. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's in a cardboard box hiding, so you can't find her. Um, and then he he knows she's there, and he tells her like, "Go before I change my mind." And then he walks he walks off. Yeah, so. that's probably not going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, gone. there you go, Jim. The trope came back in yeah. the same episode. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah but, course, but, but wait, 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 wait. I mean, it, it, you could call it a trope, but I, but it does, it does inform who Daryl is, right? Because as far as Maggie's going right. in the opposite no, direction, right. Daryl's, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily softening. Well, I mean, softening in the case of he has connections now compared to being the loner that he used to be. Yes. Like this is something that he probably wouldn't hesitate in the past, but because it's you know someone that's special to him, um, it you know it complicates the matter as far as him. You know, it's not just. It's not just Beta who's looking to stab in the face. It's like, no, this is somebody I care about. I need to, I can't just kill her. I gotta make some kind of concession. Plus, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is something that. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, as weird as it sounds, I don't think Daryl would shoot somebody in the back like that after negotiating. You know what I mean? No. I think that's not a line he would cross. Whereas Maggie went right for it, and absolutely, yeah. that totally informs what happens later with, you know, like you said, um, a Russ with Negan and everything, and Maggie. So yeah, and. I guess it does, in a way, it does show Daryl's character growth, right? Because we saw how many times did him and Rick come at odds because he wanted to, you know, lay the hammer down and Rick was, like, wanting to, you know, use a softer touch or to go lighter. And Daryl was always, you know, wanting to go heavy. And so, you know, again, Rick's we're, absence. We're, we're, we're forgetting that Rick <laughs> went pretty far over the yeah, line as well. Yeah. True. <laughs> no, no question. Rick, did yeah, Rick I mean, ever have yeah, a rocket like launcher, season, though? Season <laughs> two, three, four, Rick, sure, he's a little more. Or passive, but like later on, right? Like, like, I'll, I'll, like the key image I remember of him is Alexandria, him like covered in blood, beating some guy because he was mean to his wife, his wife or something. Like right. Was, yeah. Right. Pretty well, down and dirty. I mean, right. But I, 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 yeah, I'm, what I'm getting at is we've seen how Daryl has again Rick's absence. I think is kind of and and his closeness to 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 those that are left and kind of his position in the group now that yes that, that Rick is gone. It's it's it, he's. He's had some growth, so sure, for sure, I completely agree. He has made like he's making reasonable leader type decisions yes. um, that makes sense to makes sense within his logic. Yep. 
So they load up on supplies. They load up the wagon with everything that they can carry. Um, There's horses and everything. Yeah, horses and everything. Yeah. Um, Maggie goes back to the church um, to go get Alden and hopefully he's, you know, to go check on him again. Another church, you know, I mean, obviously we've been at this church before when they left Alden here in the first place. But again, two kind of pivotal scenes, um, one with Gabriel, one with Maggie in in the church in this episode. Um, And of course, they kind of you know, try and ramp up the tension where she, you know, everything's very quiet, very still. She goes in, hit, comes across one walker that's, that's there. It's, well, a, I mean, reaper, it's, it's a reaper, right? Like the walker? Um, I wasn't sure. I, I mean, thought I, it was, I thought it was a reaper. Like that makes like sense. Alden, like Alden was able to kill a reaper before he, you know, died. Oh, that make, yeah, that totally makes sense. Cause, cause yeah. it looked like it was a guy that was decked out in like, you know, like military gear, not just like a random walker. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I mean, as soon as you see him floating around inside there still, you know Alden's dad, because obviously if there was a random walker in there and he was still in there, he would have killed the random walker. Well, and he would have answered Maggie when she was knocking at the door. Well, yeah, he, could have been, he could have been weak in his little Alden voice. Like, Maggie. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah, he was dead. But I knew that the second you got to the door. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah you got to check out this guy. Like, he was dying when they left. Like, yes. I also thought in the after episode thing when Angela Kang was talking about this moment, too, was pretty pretty awesome to think about the whole um arc with alden from where he was a savior all the way to his death very interesting yeah because i remember you know at when when he first came on the scene and you know was in the um it was penned up with the rest of the saviors in in hilltop we kind of questioned whether he was on the up and up and you know that he was playing both sides and you know come to find out like no he was a true believer like he he really saw the writing on the wall and believed in what Maggie was doing. And, and, you know, it wasn't a duplicitous thing. He, he truly was, was moving to her, her side of things. So, um, so yeah, Maggie's Maggie's, you know, this bothered her. I mean, this, this upset her. So she, um, she ends up putting him down, buries him, um, you know, right outside the church. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) He he was a guy that was on this show, that's for sure. I mean, honestly, like I that puts it very, very, very well, Aaron. That's exactly what I was thinking. He's like, I mean, he, yep, he was, he was on there, all right. Thing. Like, I I recognize that yes, he was a savior that turned around. They cast a soft white boy in there, so it never really seemed to occur to me that he would be duplicitous. It just seemed like, yeah, he's the kind of guy that they're cast purposely, so you could just seem like a guy that would come around. But like, he was involved. He helped out occasionally. He had opinions. And then he died. Like, I just, there's, there's not much about Alden besides, like, you know, him, you know, saying the things going on in the plot that made him much of a character. So it's like, okay, that's sad, I guess. That this sure. guy died. But it's like, yeah, in the scheme of things, you know. I don't think, I, I don't think there'll be I, an Alden action figure, you know. Probably not. <laughs> not probably, really. There'll be, you know, you know, there'll be the, like, you know, the 499 action figure. Not like, a, you know, there won't be a Todd McFarland toy made of, made of, made of Alden. He'll be at the, the side panel signing autographs. He won't be on the stage. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Get the huge applause at Comic Con in the same way. So the yeah. I think no, really mean to this guy. He's, he seems like a very nice guy. I've seen him <laughs> in some movies. He's fine. He's, <laughs> he's, he's at home listening Australian. to the podcast now and he's shedding a tear. He's Australian, <laughs> right? So he's probably a nice guy by default. Like, I mean, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, um, why is Aaron coming at me like that? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I'll give him this. He was in a movie, one of my first reviews I ever wrote, uh, a Rob Ryder movie called Flipped. So there you go. Good job. There. Um, 
So, yeah, so she's burying Alden, and Negan comes up. And he's got – at first they try and maybe build up a little tension because yeah, Negan music. has that – Yeah, and he, he has the – is it the machete or a knife or something he, he has? I thought it was just a lead pipe. I thought it was a pipe or a battery. Yeah, he, he yeah. drops it down. Um, well, it's clear, I mean, they're clearly going because they have the shot held at Maggie's side the whole time. So it seems like she's about to, you know, she could throw a knife at him if he tries to attack her. Like, they're right. clearly and, playing off a standoff thing, but Negan can And she talk. even, like, once they flip the angle, she kind of looks, when she sees he's there with that pipe hanging down, she kind of reaches off to the side or whatever. Like, she's like, okay, it's going to go down maybe. Um, <clears throat> And he, he basically tells her, like, hey, it's just a matter of time before you come at me the way you went at them. Like, it, it, you know, he's convinced that there's not going to be any other way. And he's just he's, you know, not going to live like that. So he's he's not going to give her the chance. He's like, I'm going my own way and I'm I'm leaving. So he just turns around and walks on off, um, which I thought was pretty cool, because I think you know, we talked about it in in the last, you know, in part A. Right. Where it's like, oh, man, if this is just going to be, you know, 16 or, you know, 18 episodes of like, you know, they're they're enemies, they're friends, they're enemies, they're friends, you know, just like this constant like push pull of the two of them, you know, either, you know, two things. One, if they if they tried to make it so that they made amends and now they're buddy buddy, like that's disingenuous. And if it's just a constant like the two of them not trusting each other, but having to be thrown in situations where they have to trust each other, like that's going to get old, too, like. It was so, getting old watching this half of the season. So, yes. Exactly. I, yeah. I agree. So, and also, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is, he and, honestly, Lydia still, they're like the best actors on the show right now. So it's like, <laughs> part them up, yeah, put them all with other people. Let's see, let's mix it up. See what else he can do. Put them with uh, fucking Ezekiel for a while. Why not? Like, I don't know. Like, just give, give him somewhere else to interact with for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> he get, gets his own spinoff show called That's So Negan. That's so <laughs> yeah, he becomes a fork, he becomes a fortune teller also. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he just kind of goes his own way. So it kind of makes sense. Um, it totally makes sense of the character, though. I mean, when you think yes. about it, because I mean, Maggie killed those guys, shot him in the back because of her, you know, associated friends. This guy, all the stuff he did to Glenn and everything. I'm, you know, it's like Aaron said, it'd been going on too long that she, you know, would realistically that character would let him live for that. You know what I mean? And I think it's the fact that he, you know, sh that she shot them in the back. Like they yeah. were, they were, they were running away and she went after them to shoot them in the back. Right. So like, <laughs> I, I know, I know what we're saying as far as like, yeah, that's pretty rough. These were terrible people. And it's not even no, like, no, 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 but what I'm saying not, is, not, it's just like, it's not even like they were like the nice looking reapers. These were like the big towering six foot guys. It's like, Get no, what I'm saying is she had the opportunity to shoot him in the face. Like, sure, and, I guess. And, and she didn't take. No, I mean, like, it's one thing. I know what you're saying. Like, it's there's an extreme approach that I I get all of this. It's just like my my level of remorse and my like the the shock that I have feels lessened by the fact that these these reapers weren't just like random folks or whatnot. They're these tactical commando dude bros that like I totally need to see get shot in the back or else like God, I just get rid of these guys. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. But yeah, she's cry I get yeah. From a character standpoint, she's totally crossed her line. And Negan is seeing, you know, she's seeing well, what's the saying? She's seeing the the force for the trees, and he's like, "I'm getting out of here." Like, yeah, yeah. So Maggie know, comes comes what back. What? I'm sorry. Sorry. Well, I just we'll see what happens with me. I am curious what happens with Negan, like where he goes. Yes. Like, I don't think the 
we haven't talked about the comics at all, but like, I don't I'm think sure, they're going that direction. I'm sure Negan will be around still in some capacity. Yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> um, old man Negan. That, that'll be the spinoff. Old Negan, man Negan. Negan and the bear. He starts a trucking yeah. company with a name. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so Gabriel and Daryl are by the fire and have, have a little bit of chat, you know, between the two of them. Um, Maggie comes back and tells him, you know, Gabriel asked about uh, Alden and Maggie kind of shrugs her head and, you know, they say some mud Negan and she's like, no, he's gone. He left. So that's, that's that. Um, they get back to Alexandria, like super happy reunion. Right? Hugs. Like, Smiles. Hugs, hugs for everyone. Judith is super happy to see Daryl. Um, my question was, how is that produce not completely rotten? Like that produce looks pretty, uh, pretty top notch. And it beggars just, can't be choosers, Russ. <laughs> it just, it was just funny. It's like they gave it a spit shine right before they got there. It's a, yeah, it's good looking lettuce. You know, you, <laughs> mi- you miss. You know how you know how they they cut out showing Aaron getting rescued from the basement. Well, they just cut out the part from where they got the food. And they stopped and they freeze dried it, then brought it the rest of the way to gotcha. Alan. It's, it's the apocalypse Keep and Ru- point. It's the apocalypse yeah. and Russ is complaining about his wilted arugula. Sorry, pal. <laughs> no. What I'm, saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is it wasn't wilted. Like, how is it not wilted? That that stuff looked like grade A produce. The, like, reapers, how, I, the reapers were also amazing horticulturists. I don't know what you're asking. Absolutely. Like, Their hydroponics were on point. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they, you didn't see all the green rooms they had in the back of the school. <laughs> they, had, they had all that stuff right. The, they, got, they got the Huacha didn't get to the green rooms. That's oh right. My God. Clearing glass out of all the arugula, that would have been taken night. Somebody spent some time with Teddy's cult and learned how to do proper um, horticulture. <laughs> and then they Teddy's a character on Fear of the Walking Dead, for you guys that don't know this show, because we, we're the only ones <laughs> that love it as much yes. as we do. <laughs> yes. It's pretty, pretty good. Do we love it? We do. Where it we is do. right now, yes. We do. <laughs> we do. Um, and it, it was really great to see Connie and Daryl, right? Like the of two course. of them, yeah, um, you know, reuniting. And he's like, it's funny. Daryl's like, I have so many questions for you. And I was like, question number one, do you have Kevin Feige's number? <laughs> Will there be an Eternals too? <laughs> yeah. Where are you going next? You're in space. Well, you know, the, the whole rumor with, with uh, Norman Reedus is like he's playing Ghost Rider. Like that's this yeah. the, like the, the the what a lazy rumor that is. He rides a motorcycle. Yeah, he's a Ghost yeah, Rider, dude, right? Ghost yeah, Rider, tough, Done. guy. Done. Sherlock Holmes on this case, guys. You nailed it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every time home I see that, I'm like, well, that's. <laughs> I hope that Thanks, when they Captain do Obvious. introduce Ghost Rider in the MCU, that it's the Robbie Reyes. I've been there, done that. I, I, I don't know. I liked him a little bit better. I have a cameo of Nick Cage as Ghost Rider in the Multiverse of Madness. Be done with it. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> He'd do it. Oh, totally he would. Give him a six-pack and a ham sandwich, which he'll be there. If he did, um, if he made right. Prisoners so, in the Ghostland, he would do that, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still don't understand why he wasn't nominated for an Oscar for Pig last year. but He was in the running. Yeah, Pig was amazing. Pig was awesome. The, all, of all these reunions have, yes, the Connie and Daryl one, that's a big one, because it's like, hey, you've been gone for a while, and I've yeah. been looking for you, and now you're back. That's great. Um, again, there's a bit, because, you know, it's not all, everybody's pretty happy, but you do see a point where Lydia doesn't get to see Negan. She's like, where's Negan at? 
And yeah. it's like, it's such a slight moment, but it emphasizes how good these actors are, where I'm like, that's a good relationship on this show. And I feel the, I feel for the fact that he's not there and she feels upset about that. Like, that's just like a tiny bit that I appreciated. Yeah. No, that, that's a good catch. Um, so then Jerry starts frantically saying, Hey guys, oh, some, dude. You know, <laughs> something's coming. Like, man, it's it's the most convenient of plot points. Yes. Yeah, I the love other the look on Gabriel's face here. Like, can I just have yeah. a minute? Like, seriously, seriously. Um, so of course they turn around and we see him coming up and it is the Commonwealth soldiers that are approaching. Um, and, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, lined up on the wall and they're ready to square off. And of course, here comes Eugene, uh, running, running up. Rushing up. up in front yeah. Of the discount stormtroopers. Like, hold on, guys. Hold on. It's wait, me. wait, wait. It's me, Eugene. Um, and then of course he gives that great speech. Like when they all come in, it's like he, you know, talks about what happened. And of course, Lance, uh, Lance is with him. Uh, Eugene is crushing it in this episode. Like yeah, he's yeah. in this episode for two minutes, and he's yes. like, "By the way, I know it's been a real downer. It's been a lot of like intense stuff happening. Let me just like do my tight five right now, do my speech." <laughs> but the but the best thing, he, the best possible thing he does is when he introduces Lance, and then he he gives the little like the little applause. Yes. <laughs> Yes. It's so. It's like that's like a top five anything ever. Eugene's done funny moment for me. I I I, I, I cracked up laughing watching the episode. I never crack up watching the show. The show's not very funny. But Eugene like killed me in that bit. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Josh Hamilton killed it as Lance. Just like yeah. that used car salesman. He like he's got a motive like thing going on, uh, which is great. Um, and he offers him a choice. He's like, hey, we can. We have resources. We can come. We can bring a crew. We'll fix up all your stuff. We'll get you back on your feet. Or you can you can be a part of something more interesting. So it's like, you know, it's like uh, my freaking Monty Hall here. It's like door number one, <laughs> door number two. Um, which I thought was great. Uh, That's and then, a Monty Hall reference for you. For you, Gen yes. Zers out there enjoying The Walking Dead. There used to be a show called Wayne Let's Brady, Make a Deal. <laughs> yes, Wayne Brady was not the first host of Let's Make a Deal. Um, you think they know who Wayne Brady? <laughs> Wayne Brady Wayne, is a character, is a, a character actor and comedian. Yes. That was uh, a reference to the Chappelle Show from. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You can't talk about the Chappelle Show. He's been canceled. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Forgot about that. Sorry. Your references are over. <laughs> We're done. No. Um. So then. Interesting choice with this episode. We get a six month later um, at the very end of the episode and we got a real tight close up on Maggie. The camera kind of pans a little bit and we see she's at the hilltop. Yeah, um, uh, that, that caught me up earlier at the hilltop. Yeah, I was like, whoa, I had to rewind it and go, was that was that the hilltop? And, uh, you know, sure. Do you see the you know, the big, uh, you know, um, mansion thing in the in the background? Well, to be so fair, it was what was left of the hilltop. because it, it looked pretty beat up and bad. Yeah. But I mean, clearly they're, you know, they didn't take care of it like they did the vegetables. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, So then we see, of course, a bunch of Commonwealth troops uh, march on up to it. And um, Maggie says it doesn't have to be like this. And of course, Daryl takes a helmet off or somebody takes a helmet off. It's Daryl in his Commonwealth get up and says, "Uh, yeah, it does. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, like this part of it. I don't I, I'm getting tired of TV shows fast forwarding to things and then going back. 
Because the next episode doesn't start six months later. No, and I, I didn't expect it would. I mean, I'm fine with it. It's just that it's a trope that's getting kind of old because it's being used a lot lately. It like, doesn't. I, I doesn't bother me just because it's. It seems like a very final season thing to do, as far as yeah. like it, it, it yeah. gives you a level of tension to work to up to, where you don't know the parameters or context of any of this. It's not revealing much. It's a tease, obviously. But it, like it's a, I, but I, I, <laughs> I mean, for one thing, it's not like we're thinking Daryl and Mag are going to die in the next ten episodes. So right. it's like, I mean, so it's not like it's spoiling anything for me. But as far as like setting up some kind of story, like I'm very. It certainly has me curious. It's not like if they didn't do this, I wouldn't be curious. But at the same time, it 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 intrigued me as far as like what could possibly happen where Daryl of all people is the head of the stormtroopers on the Commonwealth. Yeah. Well, and I think that you know that one of the things it it does is I mean, you know, we're all in, right? Like we're gonna we're gonna watch. We're we're all in for no, somebody. Are, that, this is not the last episode of the WTV podcast. I thought we were yeah, done after this. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But, you know, for casual people watching or whatever, like this is the kind of sting at the end that just kind of is like, oh, you know, gives you a little bit of a hook to to kind of, sure, you know, yeah. come back and find out. So this this show hasn't been egregious with using that, that kind of storytelling. I mean, they've done it. Obviously, they've done time stuff um, before. Maybe not this extreme where they um, I guess they, the one they've time done, we saw they've it done was jumps a more than anything. Like, we yeah, stay, they've done, we stay yeah, hard jumps. jumps. Not just yeah. Like, not just like a. I don't know. Free- I just thought it would be if that's the direction they were going, I would have rather have been surprised discovering this rift forming along the way rather than, hey, guess what? Six months from now, they're going to be at odds. Watch well, for it. Well, Chubbs, I mean, you, you got, you know, there's going to be other surprises that you can look forward to. Maybe it's not maybe it's not a rift at all. Oh, yeah. Well, for those that haven't watched the next episode, there are surprises. They're throwing a surprise birthday party. Yeah, and this is just like you're not, not too far we, off, Jim. And we don't even know what this is going to be. We don't know if this is going to be the end of this half season. There's still a third right. part of the season. Like right. it could be any number of things going on. I, I took it as this is like. I mean, I could be totally wrong, but I took that this is like the end. The end. Like the all end all. Yeah, 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 yeah. The last like, stand. Yeah, this game. will either start start the the third part, part three. three. Yeah. The um. So. <laughs> what the others? Uh, the Goldfinger, the, uh, <laughs> Countdown, Rainbow Three, Rainbow Three, Rocky Three, the um, Live for Godzilla vs. King, Godzilla, Godzilla vs. King, with a Vengeance, Part Three. <laughs> 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 All right, before it completely falls off the rails. Jaws 3D, <laughs> <laughs> Walking Dead Forever, <laughs> Walking Dead Forever. <laughs> Um, all right, so that that's the end of the episode. Um, <laughs> the search for the search for Rick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm done. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm done. All right. Um, okay, <laughs> Rick in Africa. Okay. <laughs> Walking Dead in space. That's a shaft joke I just went for. I know, man. That's yeah, deep cut, it. man. Deep cut. Listeners don't. I need to make sure they're aware. <laughs> when they, when they call too fast, too furious. Or watch the TV podcast, they'll know what to reference. <laughs> we have to put too, footnotes too. on the Facebook page. Because school kids listen to the Walking Dead TV podcast. Too walking, too, too dead. 
Yeah. Is it weird that some people listen to this podcast that have like graduated college at this point? That's got to uh, be a thing, right? There's got to be some listeners that have like gone through college listening to our bullshit. This podcast has been going for what? Twelve. Well, it's been going for now? ten years. So yeah, so they have like jobs and somebody shit. Could, somebody <laughs> could be like a like doctor. They could be like they could have been just some dude, you know, um, you know, trying to score six packs and weed, you know, um, after class and. Now, now they save lives. Now they now they have like a medical practice. But during all of this, they they stood by the Washington TV podcast and, <laughs> and can afford for DoorDash to go get their six pack and weed. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So, Busters, how many Busters we give it? Rich, I will let you go first since it's been so long since we've heard a Buster from you. How many Busters you give this one? I I. I I, I quite enjoyed it. There were some things that I had minor complaints about, but overall, I, I liked it. I really liked um, the payoff on, on – or not payoff, but the advancement of some of the cool story arcs that have been going on, especially the Negan-Maggie one I, I, I quite liked. Uh, the priest off was interesting. Um, I'd say three and a half. Wow. Aaron? I like this a lot, actually. I I was like, I had little anticipation as far as like, oh, well, Walking Dead's back. I didn't really like think about it until I just kind of realized, oh, it's premiering. I have to actually watch it. And I jumped on. And I mean, these are the these are, you know, the fun action type episodes. And, and I thought it really delivered. I liked all of the action taking place. It was suspenseful at times and it needed to be. There was some character stuff I enjoyed. I like Crazy Gabriel just because I don't know what's going to happen with this guy, <laughs> but I just yeah. enjoy him taking out his vengeance as he does. Uh, and yeah, like whatever minor nitpicks I have, it didn't take away from how much I was enjoying this as far as what a Walking Dead episode could be. So I'm like a four and a half busters. I, I thought this was pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Jim, I give it a solid four. I really liked uh, the things actually happened. Uh, like Aaron said, it had a lot of good action and things in it rather than just, you know, plot and dialogue that we've seen a lot uh, dominating some of these other episodes. Uh, things were actually advanced along in the story and uh, a lot of, you know, there were surprises, there were twists. Uh, the, I thought the script was pretty well done. I love the priest off. I'm not, I'm not so sure about the time jump thing either, Chubb. I'm like, wh why do that if you're not going to advance the whole story forward? But um, so that's disappointing. So I'm going to give it a solid four. It was a really, it was a good episode. I'm glad it came back strong. Uh, I'm going to, I'm with Aaron on this one. I'm going to give it four and a half. I, <clears throat> I didn't have any real complaints. I thought the direction was good. I thought the action was good. I thought they did a good job of building tension at the right, uh, right points. I think we're getting some, some really good character work um, from everybody. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where, uh, where things are going with the, with this phase of the show as we're, you know, down to the final, what, <clears throat> uh, 17, 17, 17, uh, or no, 15, 15 episodes. Yeah. 15 episodes. We could do math. Yes. We <laughs> 15 episodes, which, which is kind of crazy, which is almost a full season. You know, I mean, if, you know, in a normal 16 yeah. episode season, it's, more, you know, pretty much a, a full, full deal. So, excelente. So that's what we thought. Those were our busters. Mr. Jim Dietz, did we get the Facebook group to participate this week? We did indeed. We had some uh, some uh, old people, uh, some uh, old favorites chime in uh, with their uh, thoughts. We, of course, had the return of Mr. Yukiyoshi Sawada, so I'm glad I'm well hydrated. I'm going to get right into it. We start off with Mike Jones, 
Uh, oh, by the way, if you too would like to chime in uh, with your reviews and views of the uh, current episodes of The Walking Dead uh, show, go to the Facebook.com slash Walking Dead TV podcast. You can write it right there on the Facebook page, and I'll read it, and we can hear what you have to say. Um, we'll start off with Mike Jones. Three flooded basements out of five for me. It was just okay, not really great. The best part was the ending and the six months later scene. Okay. Ah, Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington is back, everybody. Uh, four Eye in the Sky out of five. Really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a great mid-season opener. I must admit at the start, I thought Maggie was fighting Negan. I had to look twice. Uh, by the way, guys, Happy New Year. I'm a bit late. I know I'm totally behind on fear, so I haven't been listening to the podcast until I catch up. Well, please, Richard, come in and chime in on those when you do, because fear has been really worth watching lately. And only then will we say Happy New Year back to you. Well, I'm not going to say that. Happy New Year to you, Richard. <laughs> Aaron is a meanie. Uh, Yuki Yoshi Sawada I... <laughs> uh, has chimed in with one of one of his tomes once again. Thank you so much, Ikiyoshi. Can we please just get five minutes of peace out of five? <laughs> One, so we're starting the end with a bang, eh? Two, they really are starving. Jerry has lost weight. Uh, three, good ears on air and hearing that whistling in that storm. Uh, four, this basement scene was great. I think the best we've seen of child acting on the show. Let's take a moment and clap for these girls' wizard performance. Outstanding. Um, five, Gabriel killing the priest was the right call. Ten years into ASF, which is after the sky fell. Remember that? That's a call. That's a good uh, callback deep cut there. Uh, and you tell me God, uh, God says it's cool to hang with these butchering re uh, readers. I guess he meant reapers. Uh, I guess you then mental and are hearing voices, mate, or then you're a weak coward who's using God as an excuse. Either way, I'm knifing you, father. <laughs> Six, cool hanging with Aaron. This basement is very versatile. Seven, Daryl, we're doing it wrong. We shouldn't be killing each other. Don't you see? We are the walking dead. Leah, oh, wow. That was a pretty cool thing you just said. Did you get that off the back of an abruptly ended comic book? <laughs> Daryl, nah, I just came up with that right now off the top of my head. Maggie rolls her eyes. Eight, Leah, we walk, you save your family, I save mine. Me, no, 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 that's not how this works. Works. You just can't claim to want to save your family after getting a pretty good offer to stop this, then decide to take a risk and try to snipe us, then after being at a disadvantage, make a counteroffer. Face it, lady, you're way in over your head, and you had no idea what you were doing. Nine. Maggie did the right thing in the end. These guys came in, killed everyone, children included, hunt Maggie down, and then when uh, they're at a disadvantage, they think they can just leave. They reap what they sow. Ah, I see what you did there. Uh, Ten. We didn't expect Alden to make it, but man, at least he didn't let his killer leave either. Sadly, we all know this mission was a suicide run. We left with eight-ish. We came back with four. Eleven. To be fair, Maggie didn't make that dough. Daryl did. Twelve. What would have been cooler for I, Daryl Trooper, to reveal is if he also had a haircut. <laughs> I have to say this was an excellent start to the end, and looking forward to the rest of this ten-year journey takes me... With all of you. Madison Clark, not in this show. <laughs> Combine. And then Kevin Barry wrote in, Four, I know how it feels to have a flooded basement in the mid-Atlantic out of five. I can nitpick, but I enjoyed all of this episode. If they could deliver this type of episode each week, then I'm excited for what is to come. 
And then finally, Eric Jackson uh, chimed in. 3.5 magic lassos out of 5. Loved everything with Maggie, Daryl, Negan, and Gabriel. But everything back on the ranch was meh. A couple of seasons ago, I think they overplayed Judith's badassery. And now it's like she's not much different from all the other kids, but with a blade on her back. And I'm okay with suspending disbelief, but how does Aaron hang on to a pipe and tie a really good knot with one hand? <laughs> Maybe I missed something, LOL. Thanks to everybody who chimed in. I really appreciate that. Um, again, uh, come join the Facebook group, and every week, put down your comments, give us your Buster ratings, and we'll read them on the show. Indeed. Oh, Thank also on the much. Facebook group, I'm very sorry, uh, Aaron Newer's uh, reviews of each episode uh, that appear on WeLiveEntertainment.com are linked right there on the page. Yeah, so, they have returned. So so as, as we have returned, so have uh, Aaron's write-ups. Excellent. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. You can find me here, of course, at hhwld.com for this here podcast. Um, and with the uh, not present this evening, Dr. Current, Daryl Taylor, over at the Taylor Network of Podcasts to listen to Gotham by Geeks, where we talk about Batman every week. It's a lot of fun. A lot of uh, there's a lot of Batman comics out there to talk about, it turns out. And there's a there's a movie coming around the corner, which I think had its uh, – Never uh, heard of it. Uh, premiere tonight. Never DC heard of it. Super Pets coming in May. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, dog. Yeah, Super Pets. Yeah, dog, indeed. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah, check that out. So, that's where you can find me. Aaron, where can folks find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me in lots of places. I am writing for League of Entertainments, where my weekly Walking Dead reviews will appear for the next several weeks. I also write movie reviews there. I'm also on Lisa Blue, writing uh, Blu-ray and Criterion reviews. I'm on Variety occasionally for some interview stuff, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Oh, and there's a podcast I host called Out and Out There Today. My friend Abe and I discuss new movies on a weekly basis. We also do commentary tracks and other fun stuff. Uh, Oscars are coming. We're going to have lots of Oscar-type fun, uh, more than the Oscars themselves because they decided to be terrible. Um, but, uh, yeah, plenty of things on the way. Excellent. Jim? Well, you can catch me uh, weekly on the Old Space Show on the thebrandonpetershow.com. Uh, we've been watching episode, doing an episode-by-episode episode watch of Space 1999. We're deep into Season 2 now and almost done. Uh, this show has gotten goofier as it has gone on, and it has been a lot of fun. So uh, check those out. They're a lot of fun to listen to as well. Also, uh, every week you can check me and Dr. Current and Donnie Salvo out on Nothing's On at the Taylor Network of Podcast.com. It's our weekly knuckleheaded look at the week's worth of entertainment news. Uh, it's kind of fun to listen to, and you can catch it on all your... Find places where your finer podcasts are sold. Excellent. Mr. Chub Toad, where can people find you uh, since you've been away? Pretty much uh, on the socials at ChubToad01. Uh, that's about it Excellent. for right now. Cool. Um, well, we will be back uh, next week to talk about uh, Season 11, Episode 10 um, of the show. So join us back here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, again, Facebook group, um, if you want to send us an email, you can do it at um, WDTV at HHWLOD.com. If you don't do the Facebook thing, I'm happy to take your email and read it on the air if you would like us to do that. I haven't had an email in a while, so if anybody out there wants to do that, that would be fantastic. Um, so until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, check your sump pumps. Walking Dead Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <clears throat>
Escape from the Walking Dead of the Apes. Walking, walking Dead Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> walking Dead versus Mechagodzilla. <laughs> walking Dead of the Last Crusade. <laughs> Plan 9 from the Walking Dead. Army of the Walking Dead. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. The Dead Ultimatum. Walking Dead Civil War. <laughs> Citizen Rick, a Walking Dead movie. The Good, the Bad, and the Dead. Return of the Dead Eye. Oh, nice. The Walking Dead Rises. Walking Dead a Pussy. <clears throat> <clears throat> Dead I'm Ragnarok. Gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fade this out. Walking Dead Love and Thunder. Walking, Walking Dead and the Prisoner of Azkaban. The, the Winter <laughs> Zombie. Walking <laughs> Dead's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Up on a philosopher's stone. I guess anything you wanna do, you gotta do it on your own. For a love of you, for a love of me, for a love of everyone who's yet to be free. Borders are scars on face of the planet, so heal away my alchemy man. Again with a fist full of heart and a relic of future. We rise again with a fist full of heart and a relic of future. What's that? We rise again. solo que cicatrices. Hay gente que te engañe se roba tus raíces. Borders are scars on face of the planet So heal away my alchemy man When even Avis holds up the candle We gotta rise again We rise again with a fistful of hearts and a radical future
rise again with a fistful of heart and a relic of future. Wapa! We're gonna rise again with a fistful of heart and a relic of future.